Cars is probably brought to you by our friends from Woodlands Division. Yes. <laughs> you call there. Yeah. Uh, of the Singapore Police Force to know more of the latest scams, you can visit www.scamalert.sg yeah. and you can follow them on the various uh, Facebook and Instagram uh, sites for the various NPCs that are written in the copywriting down below. That's right. We are talking about a man who has been sentenced to 29 years jail, 24 yep. strokes of the cane What's for up? raping daughter and forcing son to rape his own mother. Dude, what this guy... Morbid! Yeah, morbid. Way, way beyond morbid. Beyond yeah. morbid. All this and more only on today's podcast. Welcome to the show. You're listening to Plan B Podcast. The opinions expressed and shared on this podcast are of our own. Welcome to PlanB.sg. We are five months into this pandemic. More than 150,000 people have died. Genuinely, this is what the science is showing. And granted, you know, initially early on, there was a bit of confusion as to what you needed, what you no didn't need. Demanded that he should score for Liverpool. A goal against the enemy. Virgil van Dijk. Welcome to Plan B.SG. I'm Zarisma. I'm Dharma. And I'm Rama. Uh, we're talking about. Uh, oh, wait. Can I say? We are talking about some really disturbing shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some really disturbing stuff. Yes. I don't even know if I want to say shit. Mm. But some yeah. really disturbing feces. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I know. Really. Excrement. Uh-huh. Actually, exactly. this one really is social excrement. Yeah. No, I was actually in a good mood coming uh, into the show. Uh-huh. Yes. And then I forgot what we were actually talking about. And <laughs> and then it reminded me, right? Right, like, right. Oh, and, oh, we're talking about this morbid shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's really morbid. This it's is crazy, really, This man. is really bad. Yeah. So, yeah. if you hear this, if you heard about this, mm. this is uh, from Straits Times. Yeah. 29 years jail and caning yeah. for men who raped 13-year-old daughter mm-hmm. and then forced a son to rape drunk mother. What That's the hell? Madness, that is just madness. like just yes. let it sink in for a while, mm-hmm. right? Like this is not just one crazy guy yeah. who raped his own daughter, which is bad enough in itself, mm-hmm. but who forced his son to commit incest with the mother. Mm. Oh my god! So this is a whole other level of messed up. Mm. So the forty-one-year-old sound technician who mm-hmm. sexually abused his daughter for six years mm. and forced his teenage son to rape the boy's own mother was oh sentenced to twenty-nine years jail and mm-hmm. twenty-four strokes of the cane on Monday. Oh my god! Prosecutors described the case as being unprecedented in its complete and perverse desecration of all familial ties by the accused mm. against his biological children and their mother. Mm. The man who cannot be named due to a gang order to protect the victims pleaded guilty to one count each of aggravated assault by penetration of a minor, mm. ag- aggravated statutory rape, and sexual assault by penetration. Mm. Another 13 similar charges for serious sexual offences against his three family members and one charge for possessing 284 obscene films were considered in sentencing. Mm-hmm, the high court mm-hmm. heard that the man started performing sexual acts on his daughter in 2013 when, he was, when she was nine years old. Oh mm. my God. Like, during the year-end school holidays in 2015, he mm. forced her to perform oral sex on him while they were alone at home. Mm. In September 2017, so two years later, when she was 13, he mm-hmm. raped her in her room. Ayyo. The girl told her older brother that their father was having sex with her. Mm. He advised mm. his sister not to give in but did not tell anyone about the sexual assaults. Mm. He was worried about being beaten and did not want to ruin the family's reputation. Oh, poor kids, man. Yeah, caught oh in like God. really difficult situations, mm. all of mm. them. Mm. The girl did not tell her mother because she was afraid that the woman might be injured if her parents found out. Yeah. If, if her parents fought. Sorry. Mm. 
One night in 2018, the mother became drunk and fell asleep after having beer and liquor with a man. Mm. He told his son, who was playing video games, to follow him to the master bedroom. Mm. The boy, who was then 15 or 16, was shocked oh, when his father told him to have sex with his mother, who was partially unclothed on the bed. Mm. Mm. He initially refused, but complied after the man sternly repeated his instructions. Mm. The man told his son to hurry and even help the boy to carry out the sexual act. Mm. Oh my God. The boy left the room after a few minutes and his mother did not know what had happened. Mm. Mm. In 2019, the girl realized that it was wrong for her father to have sex with her after she attended a sexual education talk in school. Mm. Mm. Just PSA, that's why it's so important. Mm. Uh, subsequently, she cried when the accused tried to have sex with her. Mm-hmm. On the evening of November 1st that year, she confided mm. in her aunt who took her to make a police report in the early hours of November the 2nd. Mm. The man was arrested on the same day and mm-hmm. during investigations, the sexual offences involving his son and wife came mm-hmm. to light. Mm. According to the accused, he committed the acts against his daughter as he thought she would be having sex with him instead of any outsider. Oh my Ay-yo. god, mm-hmm. what the what? hell? So what kind of nonsense reasoning is that, man? Mm. And I mean, like, how the hell do you even try to uh, justify what he did to his son? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm so just stuck, on man. different levels. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, what, what drives a person to this level of know. depravity? Mm. I mean, like, you know, your family ties mm. in that sense. I mean, like, like the prosecutor said, like, it's, it's a secret kind of like a, fami- like, it's a familiar tie, you know, you yes. don't do these kinds yeah. of things. It's just, yes. it's just socially wrong on so many levels. I don't know how to react to this. I don't know. Yeah, I'm affected because like, uh, the father started sexually attacking uh, child, his own daughter. daughter. Yeah. Nine, you know. Yeah. Nine. Yeah. nine. Yeah. That's Hang like what? Uh, primary three? Yeah. Was it three? Yeah, yeah. Around primary three. Like, yeah. It continued all the way until she was like three. So can you imagine like um, her past experience like she lived through yeah. her childhood years with Dude. a monster and the boy the boy was the boy said it was wrong he yeah, knew yeah, it was yeah. wrong but he was scared of his father he was, he forced, was scared yeah. of being beaten up and what the hell why did the father have to force him to do this kind of thing yeah and, and I mean so uh, I mean the, the article didn't say it specifically right mm. but I get the impression that he might have been a bit of an abusive uh, like physically yeah. abusive because the daughter father. was scared that uh, yeah, the exactly. father might hit yeah, the, and mom, the son right? also was exactly, scared. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like this just feels like a complete mess of a family, and it's mm. been going on for years. None of the family friends or relatives or anybody picked up on this. Mm. And like, wow. How that, do we stop this kind of thing? Honestly, where where should the inven- intervention come or when? Right now, I'm just thinking about uh, the three individuals: the mother, mm. the daughter, and also uh, the son. Yeah. I'm thinking it will, take, forward, yeah, right? it will yeah. take years of counseling, yeah, years bro. of yeah. recuperation. Yes. Yeah. yes. Dude, I mean, that this kind of shit is going to screw with your mind. Yeah. Of course. And especially yeah. because it's like in your formative years. Like yeah. in mm-hmm. the case of the girl, mm-hmm. for example, yeah. this is literally her childhood. Yes. Yes. Imagine this is your childhood. Like, yeah. How do yeah. you grow up being mm. and, you know, like how, how is it going to be difficult for you to adjust? Mm. What, kind of, what kind of trauma are you going to have for the rest of your life? Mm. And I mean, hopefully they're all able to move on, you know, effectively as Even, a... How to? Uh, I I question the ability to fully actually move on. Uh, you know, you well, never really... Hear, you can learn to deal with it. You can learn to manage yeah. your emotions. But I don't think anybody will actually move wow, on from something so detrimental as this. Have you ever represented someone who's a victim of uh, sexual abuse? You know? I've represented I mean, abusers. I see, I see, yeah. I see. Oh. And, and what, what is like uh, their mentality? Like what, what motivated them to do things like this is it like from a bad past mm-hmm. were they themselves victims when they were young and then when they grew up they did something no, do they like, even try do they know it's wrong yeah how's their moral conscience like look 
growing up, their <laughs> value system. I'm a bit worried to answer this, mm. right? Mm. But I'll tell you the truth. Mm. To, to me, it's substance abuse. I but see. Why, why are you worried to say that though? Because, I mean, whether it's drugs or alcohol, you know, people right. say, ah, yeah, everything you just blame something else. But it's I not, see. It's, to me, it's the substance Based abuse. on your own experience. Like. Based on my ex- own experience, mm. this kind of shit only happens under the influence of something. I see. So, right. I think, you know, we've talked about this before, about mm. how substance abuse will wreck families. This yeah, is just yeah. a great mm. example. But of course, you're not implying that uh, this particular incident happened because no, there was... but this guy, a- all the incidents, he was under the influence of alcohol. What? I see. He was drunk to his... Uh, I mean... Clearly, but it cannot clearly just be because they of... They were drinking. Yeah, yeah. So many other people take alcohol, so what? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I la, yeah, yeah, but it's... Yeah. It enables, I guess. It, right? Yeah, it must be within limits. It must be... I mean, and even if you want to drink or go binge drinking or drink to a point where you may potentially lose your, your, your senses then be careful not to do it around your kids. No, because you know what they say about alcohol, right? Like, mm. it lowers your inhibitions. Yes. So in a sense, like, baseline, maybe he's already a bit warped. Mm. Right? But I then, see. Like, on, on top of that, you pile that on, like, the, the the substance, and then you lower the inhibitions, and then he acts out whatever he has been, you know... The pent up, whatever. Yeah. Uh, inside. I'm thinking of the whole, like, uh, you know, you, you kind of, like, read out um, yeah, yeah. this person's experience, yeah. and mm. then how it was all read out in court. Mm. Yeah. And I'm thinking about the process of getting this information, right? Uh-huh. Oh, it must uh, be so traumatic. Yeah, right? it must be. Like, yeah. you require the victims to actually uh, be in some sort uh, of like a conversation yes. with an officer or whatever yes. to write yep. down uh, the notes. Uh, I don't know how these processes are actually done. Mm. Would you have an idea of how these things are done uh, in order to map out clearly uh, the sequence of events such as what Darren has read earlier mm. on? What is the process like in trying to get this kind of information out? Usually when uh, when such a report is made, mm. immediately the, ch- the children are taken away. Okay. So mm. uh, they potentially could be brought to to police station or, mm-hmm. or basically for a police interview for a while. Mm. Then usually they are sent to the hospital. Mm. What I am given to understand is that sometimes they are kept at the hospital for some time. Oh. It's not because they are sick, but I mean the hospital may be a safe space. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, when it's an in-between before, when they can get boarded either at a home or... or With a relative or, or a anything, relative right? yeah. or some form of foster care. Uh, and usually MSF would have intervened by then. Right. Uh, right, right. There may be protection orders taken out for the children. Yeah. Uh, there usually will be some form of expedited application taking place mm. uh, to, to protect the kids. And then... So there will be a period of time when they're in hospital and then they will be put in some other residential care. Right, right, right. Mm. Uh, during the entire process, of course, they would be interviewed. Uh, I don't know how many times. Yeah. By police lah. But they will have to be interviewed by the police. And I think that's usually the stressful part lah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you need to, you know, tell every single detail. I can when, only imagine. Where... Yeah, because you're going to have to like, I mean, you're like 17 year olds now. Mm. And then you have to remember back like when I was nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, that that day, mm. uh, I was, um, father was drunk and then came mm. back and then did this to me or forced me to do this. Like, I mean, like just re- having to revisit that yeah. is so traumatic. Yeah. Like but, but it just I, brings back all the memories. Yes. But of course, it's something that's necessary, like, mm. uh, of course, to get um, the criminals into the, you know. Yeah, but of course, I mean, I'm sure nowadays, uh, I, I'm, I, I can't say for sure 110%, but... You know, I mean, I I do have a lot of respect of the police force. I know they have uh, very good uh, questioning techniques. Mm. They know how to engage. Don't they know how to ask? 
there, I mean, recently also, there's there's been a lot of talk of having a safe person in the room, yeah, someone yeah. that, uh, especially when you're when you're interviewing vulnerable victims right. or victims of sexual uh, misconduct, right, mm-hmm. uh, or, cho- or children and young persons. So, I mean, the system is there. No one yeah. is going. No one will say the system is perfect. But, but then, okay. But you see this this point about having a safe person in the mm-hmm. room, right, to kind mm-hmm. of. Uh, just provide like an assuring presence. Yes, yes, right? yes, yes. I guess sometimes the problem is if let's say the like in this case the parents are the problem. Mm. You know, then like how do you who can the safe yeah, person who be? Who do you right? pick to be the safe person? Yeah, so I mean just reading from the story itself, I think that the, the girl uh, spoke to her auntie or something like that. So that that could be one example. Ah. Mm. I think in in situations where there's lighter abuse. Right, right. Uh lighter abuse not to the extent of uh this case lah. This case but I mean like sometimes you know like uh where discipline becomes too harsh for example. Right, right, right. right. Uh I think they take softer approaches where they introduce a safe person into the house. Oh. Yeah, so you must for example get your brother to stay with you. Ah. Uh, uh, parents who may have history of abuse may not be allowed to have uh, one-on-one time, time yep, with yep, their yep, children. Yep. There must always mm. be that safe person in the house. Oh, or that's quite, yeah. the children can be relocated to that safe person's house yep, depending yep, yep, on yep. the circumstances. So all of these uh, mechanisms are there. Actually. Oh, that's good. Mm. Yeah. So the reason why I'm asking is because like uh, suddenly hit me uh, really interestingly enough. Mm-hmm. Like recently there was like a debate in parliament, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, about I think the MP for is it Sengkang? Yeah, like your 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 MP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My MP yeah. lah. Uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, Ms. Raisa Han uh-huh. uh, was questioned by uh, Min Shan mm-hmm. uh, about. You know that that particular incident that she brought up a few uh, parliament sessions ago. Yeah, uh, the anecdotal evidence. Like uh, you know, I mean, you all know me for being an impartial person in terms of politics, right? There are certain mm-hmm. policies that roll out. You know, we are critical of it. We slam mm-hmm. it. We don't mm-hmm. shy from it. But yeah. this one, I feel a bit like uh, I think I got to speak out for it because I'm thinking uh, when Min Shan actually men- uh, mentioned about uh, you know where is this particular police station. Uh, uh, that the incident that she quoted happened, yes. and then uh, at what particular month? Mm. I thought it was was very uh, those were salient questions and yeah. very important questions as well because mm. the expressions was um, was raised in parliament, right? Yes. Yeah, and it I I guess it what she wanted was uh, this particular incident to be addressed, mm. yeah. and I think um, you know as as a step, Min Shan was actually trying to address the problem that she. Yeah, raised a, a yeah. few uh, sessions back and mm. then she said no I would rather not say it because I don't want to relieve the experience I couldn't uh, I couldn't uh, get in touch of that particular person right. uh-huh. you know that's one and then after that do not want to relieve back uh, the trauma that has been gone through then I'm thinking like as, as, as a citizen right mm-hmm. I mean these are really important issues like you yep. want to get the perpetrator in the court of uh, or at least just, for you know an officer who is you yeah, know, I mean, abusing his power exactly. to, to be to be disciplined. Yeah, uh. you want mm. the investigations to be done. I'm thinking just, yep. just say lah. Yeah, no, it's not that, bro. You see, the thing is, uh, I feel mm. having had the opportunity of going through law school and being trained as a lawyer, mm. I understand the need and importance of when delivering a discussion, right? Mm. you need to be backed up by facts, figures, and actual evidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hearsay has no place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have that kind of training, you may just slide into 
you know popularist uh, yeah 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 uh, rhetoric oh, lah know, basically yeah, yeah rhetoric ah yeah. oh i heard about this i heard about that mm-hmm. i you know i heard someone tell me this this yeah. anecdotal you know but then when taken to task you cannot uh, mm. substantiate You're you cannot stuck, lah, so yeah. that's why i'm saying mm-hmm. For her to just come clean mm-hmm. and just mention lah. No, you know honestly, what is the, if if I were her, mm-hmm. it just say yeah. No, actually, if if let's say confidentiality is really so important, mm-hmm. maybe then say I, I I will let you know lah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh. I will I will tell you, but mm-hmm. not on a public uh, saying such as parliament, yeah. where mm-hmm. you know it's gonna be like recorded in Hansel for the next hundred years. Yes, but like you know, I can I can lodge a report, mm. a formal report to MHA, for mm-hmm. example, so that mm. to that particular police station, yeah. mm-hmm. so that they can do their own internal investigations yeah. and not have to involve the public. And not have to like expose my friend's confidentiality, yeah. for example, to the yeah. whole country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that would have been perfectly like Fine, more reasonable, yeah. actually. Yeah. So, yeah, to be able to stand by your ground, lah. Exactly. Yeah, but then mm-hmm. you see, if you make a report, so you must always remember, uh, making a report that is inaccurate, false, or not not correct, right, is also an offense. So Ooh. that's why I say, go back to first principles. When you say something, make sure you can back it up. Make right? sure you can back it up. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking. The optics of a party, lah. Mm-hmm. You know, like with uh, pretty time saying doing such a good job. Yeah. You know, uh, in parliament, yeah. and for her to come out and do this kind of speech, and then, mm. and then the more you kind of like wait out, or oh, I, I will not divulge more details. I refuse right. to comment. Mm. You're just making your whole party look bad, man. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I was looking through some of the like uh, Facebook yeah. comments, and mm. that's exactly the sentiment that was echoed actually uh-huh. on those uh, accounts. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They were saying things like, you know, like this is starting to make. Like look a bit bad, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, the term liability was used. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I also don't want to say too much. That's why I feel bad. Yeah, you know, I feel mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. So it it came like as a frustration from me. Like, just say it out. Uh. And then once you mention done, yeah. let them do their work. Let the police do their work. Let the investigations continue. Because honestly, mm-hmm. even if right, it it is eventually found that there was no serious breach of uh, exactly whatever, it They're doesn't okay, matter. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's okay. Yeah. But you still, I mean, you as an MP. You as as an advocate right? for let's say better treatment of uh, exactly you mm. still did your part by raising this mm. you know like in that sense you you don't need uh you know the the yeah. the, the policeman to be like hanged or whatever mm. but at least you've done your part mm. and it, mm. and you know it just feels like as a politician you have mm. to be more savvy as well mm. like you, you know your optics i i i would say personally I am for having a first world parliament right mm-hmm. with discussion with with different differing views right but True. it is it is a great disappointment if the quality of that differing views is just based on his okay and you know what oh, like, when you put it like that oh yeah. my god no and coming on this point honestly it feels like what no like raman was saying right yeah, mm. yeah. parliament mm. this one feels like something that you should be calling in or sending an email in to that yeah. particular police station Yeah. Not bring it to parliament. If you want to bring yeah. it to parliament, yeah. you collect like let's say there's been a hundred of these reports yeah. of uh, yeah. mishandling, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, where has this uh, I think uh, counselling yeah. group yeah. or whatever? Yes. And then you yeah. have like bring it up, yeah. Yeah, you have like 50 women from the past three mm. months, for example, mm. who have complained of police uh, misconduct by the when they were being treated at yeah. the police stations. Yeah, and then you have like the uh, research papers or whatever that you know they have published. Mm. Um, not say recordings lah, but interviews mm. that have mm. been given. Mm. And Substantiate, you, right? Exactly. Then you bring that up. So you're talking about trend, mm. and then you say, okay, so do we need a systemic? Overview mm. of you know how police mm-hmm. uh, are treating sexual uh, assault. Is there a problem with the procedure that needs mm-hmm. to be changed or tweaked a little bit? Right. Yeah. Do we need like female officers? Do, should we 
even allow male officers to handle these cases so, mm-hmm. for example at the very least come with those facts and figures right exactly and if you if you think you already have access to this kind of information isn't it a bigger disappointment that you don't use that's the, why the that see. because it currently feels like this is a, I, I mean I'm not downplaying that individual issue mm-hmm. but for it to be brought up to parliament it, mm. I feel like it needs to be bigger like it needs to be a trend it needs mm. to be something that is systemic yeah. like, I understand you know whereas mm-hmm. like if it's this like one errant black sheep officer yeah. like call in to the to the police officer yeah. to the police station or something and, and if there were an actual problem uh, right. because you're bringing it up in such a bad way, that problem is gonna just get swept under the carpet, no? I Because think you, you failed in your in your in your responsibility to actually bring out a real proper issue. I agree with I, both of you. I think you are echoing the sentiments of many, mm-hmm. not necessarily the vocal many, mm. but you yeah, know, yeah. I guess uh, a large part of uh, community mm-hmm. yep. are, are just uh, you know for your sentiments. We're gonna be taking a short break right now, and we'll be returning with uh, more news to come in uh, other podcast episodes. But first, a word. From our sponsors from Woodlands Division, Singapore Police Force. Welcome back to the podcast, probably brought to you by our friends mm-hmm. uh, from Woodlands Division of the Singapore Police Force. If you'd yeah. like to find out more about the latest scams, you can visit this website. It's www.scamalert.sg and you can follow our, um, not ours, actually, the various <laughs> NPCs. <laughs> Uh, on their Facebook and Instagram There are several uh, yes. um, Woodlands East NPC Woodlands West NPC Sembaw NPC mm-hmm. Yishun South NPC And also Yishun North NPC Wow And to speak with us uh, About uh, the various scams Especially a recap of job scams I know we spoke about this Last week Yes uh, Of course to just reiterate The mm-hmm. stance of scams Yeah uh, In this studio We are with Sergeant Warda And of course ASP uh, Assistant Superintendent Edwin With us mm. yep. Thank you for being in the show Hi Hello <laughs> yes. um, Just like uh, Let's throw out the numbers Let's, let's talk about numbers oh, la. uh. Like how many job scams uh, Are recorded as of uh, This year So mm-hmm. far You know Okay uh, As of this year Mm-hmm. The number of job scams uh, cases jumped from a 16 fold mm-hmm. to 658 oh. in the first half of 2021 mm-hmm. from 40 in the same period oh my in 2020. Wow. Wow. You are telling me last year, uh, as of this time, it's 40. Mm-hmm. You can put them in a classroom. No, why? Why? <laughs> no, I mean, no, but now it's 658. Is there like a particular reason? Because last year, I think it was uh, from CB and then, you know, we transitioned mm-hmm. to several yeah, different yeah, yeah. phases, right? Yeah. And internet activity was quite high last year as well. And to compare this year, high internet activity as well. Right. Uh, but why is there like a 16 for yeah. like any reasoning behind this? I would say that just as of other scams, mm-hmm. the starting will always be slow. Right. Oh. You know, right, right. Yeah. oh. Mm-hmm. Um, they do not make as many calls or they, no, they do not make as many, many approach as a uh, right. later mm-hmm. part. Okay. I see, I so see. when they have successful stories to mm-hmm. tell, then, yep, then they will increase their manpower. Of course, I don't mm-hmm. know start to approach more victims at right. the same time. So, so this is a new trend, is it? Like a previously, there wasn't as many, even in the previous years. In particularly to job scam, yes. Mm. But scams are scams, you know. Scams yeah, have been yeah. originating from mm. way back. 
Yeah. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And, and is it still the same kind? I, I know certain scams are they they they're quite smart, mm. and then it evolves according to consumer behavior. Yeah, yeah. Maybe what was scammy last year, mm. this year it might look a bit legit, but still, <laughs> but yeah. still a scam. Yeah. You know? yes, yes, is yes. that the nature of uh, these online uh, e-commerce scams that you're looking at a different modus operandi mm. that's happening in this day and age? They refine themselves. Mm. Mm. You can say so. Okay, because. Um, Let's start off uh, from the originating uh, China impersonation scam. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yes, you yes, start yes. saying that you are from Interpol for mm. three oh. long years. Yeah, and yeah, Interpol, and people man. are going to get bored. And then they mm. move on to say that they are from the high court. Oh. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got those calls. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, really, really. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Without realizing yeah. that they're trying to scam a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So if, if I'm a, a, a civilian, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I might get used to the Chinese impersonation, but something mm. new comes wrong. Mm-hmm. High court, wow, I will, I'll be, well, is this real? Mm. I see, I see, I see. I might fall for it. Mm. So job scams mm. is the same, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just mm. another variant of scam. Mm. Still ah, scam. I see. Yeah. Sajamarda, like, what was your observation on um, the number of scams that you see last year and this year? Uh, is there a particular difference in terms of like an increase or decrease of activity yep. online? Okay, uh, while the number of cases for e-commerce scams saw a significant decrease in mm-hmm. the first half of 2021 yeah. as compared to the same period in 2020. Mm. E-commerce scams were nonetheless the hi- second highest type of scam reported in the first half of 2021. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Uh, the number of cases actually decreased by 38.2% to 1,141 in the first half of this year mm-hmm. from 1,846 in the same period last year, 2020. Wow. Okay. okay. So it actually went down. Yeah. Okay, now I'm going to touch on the um, monetary monetary part, okay? Right, mm-hmm. right. So um, the total amount cheated decreased to $2.4 million okay. in the first half of this year. Okay. From $5.4 million in the same period last year. So there was uh, like a decrease, right? So that's good, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. but but this kind of also, I don't know if this means that they are moving on to like bigger fish. Because from what I understand, e-commerce seems to like, I mean, it, it they can afford to operate on smaller scales. Mm. I see. It's just like one item and then they just don't deliver it to you. Mm. And then they're moving on to become like more refined, bigger mm-hmm. things. Like mm-hmm. the job ones that, you know, uh, has has increased by like what, 16 fold? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so I, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's a good thing if it's getting uh, smaller or not. Maybe it's a shift in the, yeah. In the method or the approach. Right. right. Yeah. But I mean, what's interesting is I think uh, as, as we've discussed that these camps, mm-hmm. uh, they take place in mm. well-known applications like yeah. right. Carousel, uh, Facebook, uh, Shopee. Yep. Like within the whole infrastructure of these apps, they don't have like a cyber police thing. Uh. Mm-hmm. I mean, Carousel <laughs> is supposed to be like open and I don't know how Carousel works because mm. I personally don't trust Carousel. Why? I don't <laughs> trust the model. Okay. I don't trust the model. I mean like, they actually have a very safe <coughs> and secure payment yeah. system. Eh? No, it's you not see, even about the in this. System. It's like Darren's woke in 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 choosing the kind of <laughs> yeah, but it's, <laughs> but, it's, <laughs> it's the shop. but it's the model like of me just buying from another indi- like just any individual rather uh-huh. than a shop. You know, like th- this person has nothing. Like, That's online, mm-hmm. bro. I I guess yeah. like I just like a bit uh, not yeah. don't feel very uh, safe about it. So mm. like w- what I can insinuate from the points that have been delivered by officers is that mm-hmm. more people are involved. Yeah. More people are becoming victims. Yes. And of course, like the next question naturally I'd like to ask is what are the police doing to yeah. actually inform the public about these scams that are um you know going on online mm-hmm. and especially across uh, these platforms that are so heavily used by Singaporeans. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, one of the police efforts to fight these scams is through our new application, our new mobile application, mm-hmm. Scam Shield. Wow. Okay. Mm. So this app is uh, jointly developed by um, 
National Crime Prevention Council, mm-hmm. NCPC, and also Open Government Products Team uh, from GovTech. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow. so this app will identify and filter out scam messages using artificial intelligence. Wow. Okay, okay. this app wow. is able to AI block calls mm-hmm. from yeah. phone numbers mm-hmm. that were used in other scam cases or reported by Scam Shield users. So if you are using this app, you can also report any uh, scam numbers. Mm. Oh, seriously? I've, I've never heard of this app before. Like, is it is it very new? Mm. Yes, it is. Um, We just launched mm-hmm. on 20th November last year, 2020. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay, November. for now, it's only available for iOS users. I wonder oh. yeah, you haven't heard of it, bro. Yeah, okay, I, so... <laughs> you also haven't heard of it, what? Yeah, lah. You can try what? Yeah, lah. <laughs> Well, I'm on, on, on iOS. I, ne- I haven't heard of it. Okay. So but now you are going to go download it. So but me, now yeah, I would. After this podcast, yeah. everybody's going to hear of it. So what, how's the UI like? like uh, what's, how's the user interface? And uh, mm. you know, mm. So I download this app. It automatically blocks or I got to turn on a specific, uh, specific like a... Like a button. You know, something. like a button of sorts. Or do I have to technically feed it with information? Like I send... Uh, a number and then it has like internalized screening or something. Uh, does it, it does both actually. Oh, really? So yeah. when you download the app, mm-hmm. it will automatically um, block all the numbers I that see. we already have in our system mm-hmm. and you right. also can report the numbers uh, scam, from the scammers that mm-hmm. you guys mm-hmm. receive. Oh. Okay. Ah, so I'll just good. share a bit more. Mm-hmm. Since it's launched, the mm-hmm. app has been downloaded by more than 200,000 iOS users. Wow. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's a lot of people. So, um, yeah, that's not only it. Mm-hmm. Okay, we also have blocked more than 1.4 million uh, SMSs oh and over 8,600 phone numbers. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. This is so many. Like mm-hmm. 1.4 yeah. million SMSs Dude, I just yeah. got, has like, been blocked. Yeah, I just got some like random loan SMS yeah. Yeah. asking yeah. me like, do yeah. you want to gamble yeah. in this or do you mm-hmm. want to like take a loan for this? Oh yeah, this? yeah. Some bet, mm-hmm. don't know what. And then they're, they're very smart. Like they, they decorate it with tons of emojis. But I don't know if they realize that that makes them look like less cool. Yeah, more scammy, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think okay. this has to be like uh, rolled out even in schools, I think. Uh, yeah, like it should true. be a lesson on its own. Mm. And kids with phones, everybody download it. Mm. Oh my God, you're going to do like, like road shows. That's, that's, that's a good point because especially children not. will have their parents' credit card details right, exactly. for the app purchases. Mm. And all that. Oh my God, yeah. mm. and that's I think scary. Yeah, yeah this, really, this is something to be downloaded. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thank you for sharing this. This is really helpful. And I, uh, when is the Android version going to be released? Yeah. Okay, the Android version of the app is expected to be released towards the end of this year. Oh. Ah, end of coming soon. Eh? Coming yeah, coming, coming soon. soon. Actually, yeah. very soon because we're already in the end of 2021 actually. Yep. Cannot feel it. Uh, like, uh, yeah, I know, right? Like time just flew by. <laughs> yeah. But beyond beyond the app, are there yeah, other yeah. um, efforts that you guys are doing? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, SPF continues to work closely with NCPC mm-hmm. to conduct public education on scams, mm-hmm. particularly online where most scams are taking place. Mm-hmm. Right. So the police together with NCPC launched a new edition of the anti-scam public education campaign mm-hmm. Spot the Signs, Stop the Crimes in 2020. Oh. Now it's already second year. The mm. campaign will feature updated visuals including posters and videos. Mm-hmm. Now, the focus on this compa- campaign is on uh, educating the public to spot right. the common telltale signs of scams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, we always urge the public to diligently look out for scams of potential uh, signs of potential scams mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you don't fall prey to it. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Now, members of public are also advised to exercise caution when making any online monetary transfer. Because mm-hmm. uh, to be honest, it is very difficult to recover any money yeah. I see. regardless of whether it's transferred locally or worse still, overseas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we like to remind the public also never, never give your OTP away, your one-time password. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, that is like the last gate, the last line of defense. I see. Uh, yeah. It's as good as giving away your house key to someone 
Yeah, actually, oh my it's true. God. Yeah. yeah, so for more information, anyway, members of public can always visit the website www.scamalert.sg to mm. learn more about the various types of scam mm. along with their telltale signs and uh, how to take steps to avoid falling prey. Mm. Yeah, like mm. honestly, this kind of thing, prevention better than cure because yeah. the cure really is not effective also. Mm. More importantly, I'm going to I'm gonna start downloading Scam Shield <laughs> right yeah, yeah, after yeah, this yeah, as yeah. my you first line. You don't no, you tell wow, us if it really go. works. Okay, mm. I like, will try. Yeah, uh, like you, you record like how many, how many um, of all, all these irritating messages okay. you've been getting. And I then will. Like, after I will. you download, then you see. Mm. And and for our listeners who are on iOS, please yep. start downloading uh, Scam Shield. Yes, on your phones, on your children's phones, on your father-in-law's phone, and all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really, because they might actually, not hear the no. Actually, yeah, podcast, on right. your grandparents' phone, especially. Yes, because yeah. if not, they're yes. also gonna keep asking yeah, yeah, you, hey, yeah, what's, yeah. This, uh, "What's this? What's yeah. this?" Yeah, that's true. So just yeah. just download. Uh. Might as well cut it all out. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Would like to thank uh, Sergeant Warda and also uh, Assistant Superintendent Edwin for mm. speaking with uh, us and of course our listeners as well. Yeah, and if you're tuning in right now, this podcast. Cast probably brought to you by our friends from Woodlands Division of the Singapore Police Force. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you'd like to find out more about the latest scams, you can visit www.scamalert.sg and follow our friends from the NPCs, the various NPCs, mm-hmm. um, on their Facebook and Instagram. There's your Woodlands East NPC, Woodlands West, uh, Sembawang, Yishun South, and of course our friends from Yishun North NPCs.